Welcome back to all of our listeners after a bit of a brief absence from the airwaves and we're back for the first Guildhall School events podcast of this new academic year. Uh, and in this episode, we're going to be talking to the cast and crew of The Crucible, one of our two drama productions for the new autumn term. Uh, so I'm pleased to welcome the lighting designer, Chris Needle, and cast members, Caleb Roberts and Mary Galloway. So welcome, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> um, so uh, for people who might not be familiar with the play, can one of you give us a brief introduction to, to where it's set and what it's, what it's about? Well, it is set... In 17th century Massachusetts, in Salem, in a community uh, with a lot of internal tensions. They're sort of second generation immigrants, probably, mm-hmm. from England, um, Puritan community. And then a group, of, a group of young girls basically start accusing people in the community of witchcraft. And it's kind of about this madness that overtakes the town and how we all respond to it. And there's also the, um, the story of the, the proctors within that okay. as a kind of family group. This is quite a well-known and quite sort of celebrated play. And so how have, how have you guys all felt approaching it? And what's it been like to work on such a, you know, quite a seminal play? Um, I, I don't actually know The Crucible. I've never read The Crucible or um, seen it before we got cast in it. Oh, right. And then I made the conscious decision not to watch any of the films or watch any of the past productions just mm-hmm. to see what I, what I my connection with the play and my connection with Arthur Miller and, and how I, I, I think I should try and tackle the character from a fresh point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't you can't escape the the fame that comes with it I guess mm-hmm. but but we we have such a tight ensemble I think in in, in our company that we haven't really thought about. Yeah, the thing is, I think it's just so well written that I don't know. It's just sort of that—that that feels to me like the the thing that's really present about it being a famous play, which is just a helpful thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Arthur Miller's really descriptive in uh, his stage directions and a lot of uh, kind of background he gives to a lot of the characters um, and the locations. So it's been quite easy, I think, to get into the text and kind of to work with that. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of fear, I'd say, to start with, um, especially as uh, uh, Guildhall alumni Tim Luckin famously was the lighting designer when the old Vic uh, did the production. So uh, kind of feet to uh, kind of <laughs> forward to standing in. But <laughs> that's interesting uh, that, yeah. that the stage directions, that you talk about the stage directions, because actually probably from the actor's point of view, the stage directions are actually one of the things that we found kind of can get in the way sometimes, because <laughs> he's just so descriptive yeah. and and you have to kind of edit out the information I think sometimes because and how how have you approached that have you had much freedom in in terms of kind of being able to break away from that a little bit have you have you been quite tied to how, how yeah. the original text um actually Mike our director he kind of said to us before we started rehearsals to cross all of them out yeah, or cross so. <laughs> cross the ones that you didn't think were um relevant so some moves might be quite relevant so he grabs someone or he does that but if, if it's a descriptive uh, emotion he weeps or cries for his soul or something mm-hmm. like that I think yeah there's a lot of, a lot yeah. of that <laughs> yeah there was a lot of that so I think Mike was like she falls to, to his knees yeah. yeah yeah but I don't think we've had a problem with it yeah okay. um, Mike might go back to the script and then see actually that works so keep that yeah yeah some things have to happen for the action mm-hmm. but yeah all of his work is about finding new things every time yeah. we run. So, And so, uh, Katie and Mary, can you tell us 
briefly who you're both playing in, in the play and um, what your relationships are with, with some of the other characters. I'm playing John Proctor, who is a farmer in Salem, married to Elizabeth Proctor. Who is the person that I'm playing? <laughs> um, he, he has an affair with uh, his former servant, Abigail Williams, who is 17. And, uh, and that, that kind of is a big part of his, his life from the, when the play starts. He has this, uh, we have another servant called Mary Warren. And um, yeah, and he, he's a big part in the, the trials, as everyone else's, and, and what goes on in the village, I think. And so this is your first uh, appearance in the public performances that the school does, um, as this is your final year for, for both of you. How has that been for, for the two of you? Have you found it exciting, a bit nerve-wracking? Are you really looking forward to getting out on stage and opening night or dreading mm. it? Or? <laughs> We're trying to not, probably not think too much about it, to be honest. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, just drag it front and centre. <laughs> it is exciting. Yeah, really exciting. Yeah. I, think, I think, yeah, I think I'm really excited. And then we saw the set. Some of us have seen. Have you seen? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. We saw the set a yeah. couple of days ago, and it just um, it just made us even more excited. But because we've been in a room for for two years, mm. so it's, it's and on stage, but not not in the same way. So it's kind of nice to to get into costume and be under lights and stuff like mm. that. So it's quite exciting. Yeah, with a great having a team behind you. Um, I mean, it's great to see these guys in rehearsals, uh, kind of take things on um, and every time I've been in there's been a completely different outcome um, and uh, the set itself is so vast um, we're really playing with the width of uh, the space which at some point is a challenge to kind of get lights right off into the side um, it's exciting um, and I think it'll be nice it's been nice working with Mike and Amelia as well uh, Amelia the set designer um, in kind of achieving their uh, vision and kind of having my own input into that as well. Especially working with creatives uh, for the past two years. It's nice to have creative input of my own to see what I can bring to the table. Yeah, um, and so you're the, so you're the lighting designer yes. for the, the, the play. Can you tell us a bit about what that involves and how, you, how you're working with, with um, the rest of the creative team to visualise the whole thing? Um, so being a lighting designer uh, involves obviously lighting production. Uh, there's a lot of work in terms of working out where the lights need to go, what needs to be lit, what doesn't need to be lit, um, and also how different intensities and colours and shapes can affect emotion especially as each act is set in a slightly different time um, and slightly different time of year as well. Okay. It's nice to play the time of day and the time of year and uh, to kind of get a sense, especially considering how minimalist the set is, get a sense of time and location in what is a very vast space to work in. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of sitting in rehearsals, making notes uh, and watching these guys do some incredible things on a daily basis. And then working with Amelia Mike and the sound designer Sean Mortimer who's also a third year technical student in bringing it all together mm -hmm. and then uh, focusing working out how the lights need to look in the space and then into technical rehearsals which we start on Monday mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> and so and what's the process to go from from concept to stage I mean did you do a lot of work before before casting happened and all of that um, is, is it a kind of much 
shorter process? It's a very short process. Um, during the musical last year, we had a model box presentation uh, where we look at a kind of a scaled down version of what the set will look like eventually. Okay. Then there's a lot of reading through the script and making notes. And then after producing plans, build up to what is, I think, going to be a really fun show for everyone. And have there been particular challenges on the design or production side for this play? Um, not too many. Um, it's definitely been a challenge uh, as we're playing right off into the wings in terms of what can and can't be seen mm -hmm. um, because modern lighting wouldn't have existed in the 1690s. So trying to hide as much as we can uh, yet still filling the space with light and getting right into the wings with light and to get their faces um, because it's very, very short but very wide. So there's a few tricks I've had to sneak in but it's been really fun actually. And uh, you mentioned before that the at the, at the Old Vic in their production of The Crucible, the lighting designer was a, a Guildhall School yes. alumnus. Did did you see how how he'd approached it? Did that inspire you or did you, a bit like Caleb, did you try and just try and focus on what was in front of you? Um, I, I watched uh, a copy of the production to kind of see how he approached it um, mm -hmm. and uh, our version is very differently staged. They did it in the round um, and there was a lot of lighting creating very fluid motion whereas because these guys do it different every time and it's great <laughs> to see that it's it's been quite interesting to work out uh where i need to light at all times in case they suddenly uh, <laughs> yeah. um which is why i'm always kind of scribbling different things every day um but it's been it's been really fun uh, and i think it's it's been interesting to see how tim worked on it um and then to kind of see my approach yeah it's such a different world and i think this it's the set and we're thinking hopefully it would really reflect that it's mm. such a kind of austere and you're they're really they're on the edge of the wilderness and they're the first people in this mm. new world and it's such a and the costumes are also everything is so kind of minimal and absolutely no adornment mm. and, and but that and that's in their the characters as yeah. well like they really mm. hold themselves to task and yeah so I think I feel like it's so exciting seeing all the Definitely. how it all teeds in. Too. Monday's going to be really exciting when everyone's there in the costumes on the set, all the lights are on. Um, and we're all kind of cracking on with getting it, bringing it to more life than it already has. Yeah. Has it been a, has to open this out to all of you now? Has it been a difficult play to, to get to grips with? <laughs> Actually, I think we really, it kind of hit the ground running. Yeah. Because, because yeah. I think. Because it's so well made, mm. if if you if you like say the words that are written and mean them, it, it mm. kind of it's sort of it's like firework. Mm. I think what's hard about it is keeping that up, like because it it begins in such a but the stakes are so high, pretty mm. much for the whole play. There's no kind of and now let's relax and have some tea <laughs> scene. Um, <laughs> So it's, yeah, I think yeah. that's what's difficult. And, and, and Mike's the kind of director who kind of got us up on our feet from the first rehearsal, so we didn't, we didn't really have time to uh, discuss how difficult this play was. <laughs> um, we know it's a difficult play, mm. and we know it's, it's a big play, so I think the sooner we got into the, into the action, the quicker we could start to um, uh, unpick it. And, and I, I think we might be similar in this way, I don't know, but I, I, I really enjoy... Um, discovering as you as you work mm -hmm. so uh, we'd be we'd do one scene and we'd do it again and you discover things you didn't know about the character or about the scene or about the situation mm -hmm. 
as you do it mm-hmm. rather than yeah. doing something, stopping, talking about it, and then realizing, oh yeah, that's actually more um, detailed than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. You find the detail in the moment, yeah. which is quite nice. Yeah, I think, and for me, I think Mike really, the way Mike works really challenges um, how you, you approach things because because of there's so much repetition and because this play demands so much of you emotionally. I don't know, personally, I feel like sometimes you can get into this habit of being like, I'll like stave all my acting juices up and then I'll like <laughs> give this performance and then there it is and then I'll like, I'll just leave that. And that mm. was what it was and mm. come back. Whereas with Mike, because like you'll do it and then he'll be like, okay, let's do it again. <laughs> and then again. <laughs> so you really have to, I think you have to be like not precious and mm. you have to try and like just stay really relaxed and open. Yeah. Or, or you're just doomed because <laughs> it's so tiring mm. yeah 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 especially for Caleb <laughs> a marathon <laughs> and how about you Chris has there been sort of specific difficulties or anything that you've found really challenging but enjoy, enjoyable challenge um, I think it, it, I mean it's my first whole designer guild hall um, mm-hmm. so the first time I've kind of stood on a stage and had to have in my head exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. Um, I think I think I've got over 120 lights in the rig, um, and suddenly have to be aware of where they all need to go is quite intimidating. Especially I've, I've only seen them on paper for the past four weeks. But I mean, the fact that these guys did a run on the sixth day of rehearsals under week one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. It's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's bizarre. It's come on really quickly. Um, it, I mean, it's been a very quick rehearsal period, um, and it's been a lot of stuff I've done in the past with youth theatre. We've had like three months to rehearse, and then suddenly we've got five weeks, and then we open. So it's a scary time scale, but invigorating nonetheless. Is that, is that the right word? Yeah, I'll go with that. That's a good word. <laughs> Exciting. I don't know. <laughs> invigorating. <laughs> Words aren't my thing. <laughs> and so, what's uh, what's your favourite thing about the about the play or the performance or? The... What, what the audience is going to be seeing in a couple of weeks. The electricity. When, when it sparks and when, when everyone's engaged and everyone's um, active, it, it, it's like magic. Oh, that sounds... But, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's really... It, in the, when I'm in the space or when I'm out of it and I, I see what's going on and you can feel it in the room and it changes the room, it's just really exciting to watch. Yeah. So um, much energy, yeah. In that room, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a very energetic piece, and and you could either go under the energy or on top of the energy. But when when you hit it, it's really really exciting to watch. So I think that's what's the most exciting part for me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it has been. Um, when when stuff is really happening, there have been times where I've because there's one act that I'm in. Uh, a lot less than everyone else and the whole the rest of the company is on stage mm-hmm. so I get to just watch it it's really good <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and I, I am like standing up <laughs> I don't know it's like where you want to you actually you're kind of you're participating mm. as a spectator yeah so that's yeah mm. that's great when we manage that yeah yeah um, and the mm. porridge <laughs> make make John a <laughs> porridge that's that's yeah. always fun <laughs> Doesn't taste great, but <laughs> does it not? <laughs> okay. Well, it's rabbit stew, actually. Technically, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not porridge. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, uh, thanks very much to uh, Chris, Caleb and Mary for joining us today. And uh, thanks for listening to the Guildhall School Events Podcast. The Crucible will open on the 17th of October this year in the Milton Court Theatre. And uh, tickets are available from the Barbican box office. So you can check those out online. Uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud. Our SoundCloud page is uh, soundcloud.com slash guildhallschool. And you can follow us on Twitter as well at guildhallschool to stay up to date with everything that's going on here. And if you enjoy the podcast, please do rate and review us on iTunes and other podcasting apps because it helps others find the show. Uh, thanks for listening and thanks very much for joining. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.